No betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. Fat Tuesday. All right, let me fact check that. Hold on. That's true. I know Mardi Gras. I know nothing about Mardi Gras. Why not? Actually, it was last weekend in St. Louis, and St. Louis claims to be the second largest Mardi Gras party in the country behind that of New Orleans, Louisiana, NOLA. Actually, shout out to Alabama. Mardi Gras started in Mobile, Alabama. New Orleans stole it from them. It's not a steal if you make it better. You see, what you need to say is you improved it from them. What? So, okay, you can't, you don't, if you improve something, it's not stealing it. You're talking about cultural appropriation. Keep going. No, no, that's it. No, I'm not. I'm talking about, <laughs> all right, here's an example. If you if you throw a party in, a, in somewhere crappy, I don't know. I'm just going to pick a place out of the top of my head. Mobile. Mobile. Wow. <laughs> Mobile's a lovely city. It is not. It sure is. Mobile is straight gar. Okay, roll tide from the texter already. You take, you take. Mobile is brainwashy. Take politics and education out of Alabama. It is a lovely place. Well, good news. They already did. (laughs) (laughs) Got the texter. I've got the live stream up. Find your boys at Talk ABQ. We got the video going. I'm wearing a Foo Fighters t-shirt today. Oh, that's nice. Is that from the concert we went to? From the concert we went to. How about that? I didn't get a t-shirt. I got too many t-shirts. I don't buy t-shirts anymore. In, in this industry, people give you t-shirts. Oh, I, that is the true. truth. I get a new t-shirt <laughs> once a week, and I'm new- like, look, I have 500 two-men on t-shirts. I got a YMCA one yesterday. I was like, I was I, like this is pretty nice. I hear you got a New Mexico Highlands jersey. That is true. Yeah, with a deep V. I returned it yesterday. It wasn't deep, Vital. All right, so basketball jerseys are made to be tucked in. Van tucked his in skin tight. I thought I checked at the bottom. I thought he put a rubber band around it and balled it up and then tucked that part into his <laughs> no, jeans. I'm just a true medium. This is how it fits my form. You kind of, I'm going to use a word I don't use a lot on the radio. You kind of have an ugly body. That's a very mean thing to say. Oh, man. Just the shape of it. Oh, just the shape of yeah. it. Yeah. Not anything else about it? You know how like a little Lego man looks with the top part and the bottom part? I look like a retired Irish boxer that gave up. No. He just like quit taking care of himself. You look like a journey NFL <laughs> kicker who never landed a team. With your jacket today, a porn star, I'd have to say. That, I can't think of a kicker. That jacket sucks. Look, there's not a lot of positives going on with you right now. Man, this is called projecting, Michael. <laughs> Every, everything that Fred feels on the inside, he's projecting towards me right now. Because Rob Manfred did this to me. Don't take it out on me. <laughs> That's one of the seven stages. Go kick a puppy like the rest of us do when we're upset. Ooh. Wait, what? No. Did I say that out loud? I'm just going to let that one marinate for a second. <laughs> I am Fred Slow alongside me. Van, who will kick your puppy Nunley. Van, how are you? 
I was doing pretty good until I got just assaulted. In front of a mirror. By my co-host. <laughs> Michael, did you know baseball died today? Did you know baseball died for today, Michael? Well, they're still talking, so it's not out of no, the... They're not. Oh, they're not, Michael. No, they're they not. Michael. Off. They quit. They went into the night. 5.01 p.m. deadline on the East Coast, which is the worst coast. I don't get them. No urgency. I think it has to do with tsunamis versus hurricanes. I don't Does know. the Gulf Coast count? For Mobile, Alabama is. All right, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say the East Coast is the second best coast in that situation. Because, obviously, the Gulf Coast ranks below. We all agree that the West Coast is the best coast. Easily. West Coast rhymes with best coast. No, no, no. Because it's better. Not just because it rhymes. It just It's a coincidence that it rhymes. West Coast is the best coast. That's what people say. Yes, they do. Yeah. No one says East Coast is the best coast. They call it Beast Coast. Who says that? Rappers, mostly. Yeah, but the Pacific Ocean is colder than the Atlantic Ocean. What? That can't factually be true. No, because Florida, the penis of America, hangs down further where it gets warmer. That's the only reason. Again, if you bring up the Bermuda Triangle in this program, I'm going to get very upset. Are you talking about Hugh Jackson's uh, foundation? Thank you. (laughs) Is that what you're talking about? I hate Hugh Jackson's foundation. Also from the texter, listen, texter, I need you to get on board here at the program. Don't text me about the Atlanta Braves right now. Well, I think it's because they're going to be champions forever because there's never, ever going to be baseball again. Okay, I'll buy that. I'm also sad. They're going home, man. Both sides are going home. They're both taking the ball. Actually, no one's taking their ball and going home. They just left the ball. I'm taking my balls into another room and crying because I am legit sad they didn't figure this out. I'm grieving right now. I'm wearing all black for the remainder of days. I thought it was just for our friends at the Albuquerque Yardvarks. You're talking about rugby. <laughs> yeah. The All Blacks. I refuse to talk about any sport that's not Major League Baseball from now until the time that Major League Baseball returns to this earth. Joining us on the Friend of the Show hotline, Friend of the Show, Lenny. Lenny, I'm sorry about your loss today. I'm sorry about Major League Baseball, and I hope you and your family can find some comfort in these hard and trying times. <laughs> well, I, actually, if you saw how big my stomach is next to the steering wheel, you could see I'm living fat and happy. So we're good. Okay. But let's let's do it this way, okay? They went on strike only because the Mets have the richest owner in baseball. Have. But all, all kidding is I first, we're going to talk next Monday after you digest the new Batman movie. Thursday night. Right. And then we'll see why that DC is better than Marvel. And then two, then two, baseball is the only sport of the major four without a true salary cap. Yeah. Okay, so these players have to understand, one, the fans are going to say there's no baseball without the owners. There's no, uh, without the players. Well, there's no baseball without the owners. And I'm sorry, I'm going to take the owner's side because they have the most to financially lose. And if they're putting up all the money, why shouldn't they make a bigger piece of the pie? They already do. 
They make the biggest. Yeah, all of it. It's not even right, close. But the players don't have a salary cap. And they're one of the few sports where most of the players' contracts are guaranteed. And how many sports give out seven, eight, ten, thirteen year contracts? Yeah, but the hockey either has to give out a nine year contract just so they can pay a player and then cut them after six. A big difference here though is revenue share. So for instance, let's say right now in Major League Baseball there can be one top salary. Cool. In the NBA, there can be thirty because of revenue share. And that's no, the I understand difference. the revenue share, but and I understand you we have we have the Pittsburgh Pirates and we have the Miami Marlins and that's why Derek Jeter walked from them. Because he's a hero and a winner. But at the end of the day, that's the only thing I agree with. If you're not going to spend the money, then do like they do in the NBA, where you have a floor. Where if you don't get to the floor, then everything that's below that is distributed to all the players on your team at the end of the season. I, there's a variant of that that's a good play. idea. They're, they're at, the players are advocating for yeah. a, a very similar situation for the younger players who don't have five years of service. So that that's also being discussed. Well, I, I mean, I, and there's something I agree with. I don't like how they manipulate the Super 2, you know, to put them down. Right. So if they, you know, down so they can't get their free agency, and they're, you know, they're stuck with six years before they truly get their freedom to negotiate. But at the end of the day, they're still some of the best paid athletes in pro sports. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say that a a contractor – doesn't deserve to be in the union because they don't work as hard as a pipe fitter. Like we're comparing apples and oranges here. Like I think they should be taken care of. They should get their fair market value. I miss baseball as much as the next guy. We all know I'm a big baseball dork, but I stand with the players here. You, you, you might not have heard our segment last week, but you might not have heard our segment last week, but we compared a million seconds to a billion seconds. Do you know the difference there? A million seconds is 11 days. A billion seconds is 31 years. That's the vast difference in between a millionaire and a billionaire. What the players, under, are, what I, the players are advocating that, for do, is I mean, his I'm peanuts. Gonna, I'm still going to take the owner's side only because they put up all the money. So, yeah, but, but, the end, but I do agree that the players do need to, you know, the Super 2 needs to go away. The free agency period needs to be lowered so they can get their free agency sooner. But when they're handing out Mike Trout 13 years and $975 million, you know, and, and the minimum play, you know, the minimum salary is 700000 for us, that's ridiculous money. The, so, to, hit a, to, hit a, to hit a baseball. I think I got There's the example things. that helps. It's not to hit a baseball. It's The Angels are not selling Art Moreno jerseys. They're selling well, Mike Moreno Trout jerseys. Art is one of the worst owners in baseball. Uh, well, except well, whenever he's cashing checks from Fanatics for all the Mike Trout jerseys sold. Like, right. if you replace the 1,200 Major League Baseball players that exist with the next 1,200 best guys, you're going to have a crappy product on the field. If you replace the 30 Major League Baseball owners with 30 different Major League Baseball owners, you're going to have the exact same product. Possibly better. Oh, possibly we, better. Saw, we saw that what happened the last time when we had the strike and the scabs played. And you know what happened to those players that broke the line and then played? When they, the few that were actually left in Major League Baseball could never join the union again and could never sell any of their jerseys or merchandise. That's a good point. And I'm... the penalty, and I'm pro-union, so let's end that right there. I belong to two different unions right now.
I'm always pro labor. It doesn't matter what the industry is. I'm pro labor. Sure. But at the end of the day, the players have to understand there's only so much money. So if you want higher salary, then there has to somehow be a salary cap. But make the smaller market teams, instead of collecting the check, I mean, what is it? Max Serger is going to make more money than the Pittsburgh Pirates total payroll? Yeah, I, I think there I should be a okay, salary so floor. I have, so I, I have an issue with that. But they've been doing that for years. Same thing with, you know, all of the other small market teams. That's what baseball has to say to them. You either spend so, the money. Lenny, or I don't know if it. you notice what you're doing here. Is you're saying you're taking the side of the owners, no, and then I'm you're describing every single problem the time, that I the players no, have I'm with the, the owners. Because the players have to give in. The owners have to give in a little bit, but the players are asking for a lot. When you look at the numbers they're asking for, for the competitive balance tax, that's way out of whack. They want to I don't go think to like so. $270 million or 245. for balance tax on year four. Yeah, starting at 245 Yeah, I, I think that's fair. But at a certain point, when it's too much, too much, there has to be a middle ground. I don't know, about 1.2% a year. Because they don't have a, a normal national contract. <laughs> like football does. Well, that, I think that's that's the example right there that makes it difficult because football, NBA, MLS is a bad example because it's just franchise fees that run the entire league. But you have to have a revenue share between every team if you're going to have a cap or a floor on salary because it's the only way to balance it out. Now, if every... But, okay, so do you put a cap? Okay, so let's do it this way. Do you put a cap on the max amount of money you can pay any player in a given year? I don't no, hate I, that. I like the luxury tax. I think that you could. He said player, not team. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it adds up. If you I have, mean, if you have one $200 million then, player, then, you're you not know, going to have anybody you, else with them. When you get them. an owner like Cohen, you know, and I'm a huge Mets fan, he doesn't care about that. No, and that's true. He because, you know, if you do it two times in a row, it's not that bad. Once you hit the third time, you're getting taxed back to, you know, the ridiculous amounts of money there are there are four teams that don't care lenny this is probably the best call you've ever given us and i super appreciate it but we have to grab commercial i know we got other callers so let's yeah, go ahead, go. We're, have a good one we're talking mlb all day like we're talking mlb all day in fact lenny call back yeah call like, back I'll, in the five o'clock hour yeah, i love let's this do, let's do this again and uh we're definitely going to get to the callers after the break so if you're on hold stay on hold and we got you there Big thank you to Mexico Pinion Coffee, is a proud supporter of the program, and John Lopez Real Estate, Coldwell Banker Legacy, who sponsors the studio. Uh, John has been with us in a couple days because he's selling all the houses. Van, yes. look it up. There are no houses. John is selling them all. I have a house. Two maybe, men maybe Van <laughs> wants to sell his. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Friend of the show, Ben, thank you for your patience. You are more patient on the phone line than I am with Rob Manfred right now. That's the most patience I've had in a long time, but I appreciate you guys taking my call. Give me the whole segment, friend. What's going on? No, I was just wondering in regards to the last caller, uh, how he was being uh, pro-owners and then talking about he was a member of the union, but that's that's a subject for the other day. Um, you You can't blame the players for trying to get a piece of the pie when they can because Depending on where you are at the status of the major league, you could be a veteran that's been there at 31 years old. You might as well get your money while you can. Mm-hmm. My question here was you to you is, which side was it the players or the owners wanted the expanded, expanded playoffs? Owners. 
owners obviously more playoff more revenue during the playoffs for exactly. TV contract. Yeah, twelve yeah. teams is what I saw with the possibility I of two 14. buys. Oh, so the one I saw that made the most sense was twelve teams, top two at buys, three game playoffs for everyone trying to get in. Which to me, so how, like, that, how, how the NFL playoffs used to be. Like yeah. Once, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Three for six, four yep. for five, play each other. But I don't want to see a team sneak in at seventy nine and eighty three. Well, that's a good point. That's gonna happen. So that's why the NBA doesn't do it that way anymore. Yeah. That's why the NBA just takes the top ones because that way you don't end up with weird wild cards from weird divisions. But I mean. I always, obviously, I'm from St. Louis, Ben. I talk about this all the time. When my Cardinals won in in 2011, they were an 80-something win team. You know, so it's like, yeah, yeah it's who's playing I'm, hot at the right time. I'm from, I'm from Hartford, Connecticut. I'm a Red Sox fan. Oh, you so. know then. Yeah, you beat me up a couple times. Yeah. 2004, 2007. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. So, <laughs> the, so this, I mean, this hits differently to you then, right, Ben? Because, like, you're a baseball yeah. guy. Like, you're... Like but, you, you go home right now. Like dinner these, doesn't but, taste but good. Those, those teams are different. Those those Red Sox teams won ninety games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ninety five and sixty seven, maybe ninety seven and sixty five. That's when there's only four teams that made it. So. So I, I think the difference with baseball in, in between expanding the playoffs is. They play a hundred and sixty-two games already. Yeah, so down the regular season. If if the cream doesn't rise to the top after one hundred and sixty-two games, this is all just a money grab for the owners. It's just a exactly. it's just an excuse and, to have more playoff games and have more butts in the seats, and so they can make even more money off the players. To be fair, hmm, I sure. love and I apologize, I apologize for a man that has nine hundred ninety-nine million dollars, not. Another million to make a billion losing money. Sure. That's why I like that. I like that a lot. Ben, well, I, I appreciate you guys taking my call. You have a great day. Yeah, be good. Appreciate you, Ben. Great. Friend of the show, Ben. I love the passion. It's real. I mean, it's it's the realest thing. Lenny, last segment, had some passion. You could tell Ben has some passion. You don't. You don't even know how much passion I have for this problem. You, you, know, know. you know how much I have, because I'm going to go through all seven stages of grief today. Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm joking? We're not doing them in order, because we'd already been kicked off the air if we would have done them in order. Oh, you don't think this is shock right now? You don't think this is denial? And I wasn't buying any of it last night. We were mean until midnight. No, you weren't. You Maybe. weren't. Like, you may have been, like, physically in the same area, and you, Major League Baseball, may have been claiming that you're making advances, and you, Major League Baseball, may have been painting a picture that says if it doesn't work out, it's all the players' fault, and you, Major League Baseball, really tried to propaganda me. Sure. You know we can't do, Major League Baseball? Gaslight your boy. I already know it. You're abusive. I already know. I already know you, Rob. And, like, hold up. It just hit me. We have a host named Robert. We have a host named Manfred. Rob Manfred. Oh, my God. I hate this moment in my life. I'm so sorry. Do you need to take a minute? Do you know how many Manfreds there are in this country? Uh, three. You two and then one other guy. <laughs> I met him at an Arby's. <laughs> Look, and here's, here's the thing. MLB is gaslighting us. They're – oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Manipulating? They're marketing. They're marketing and oh, propaganda. Pub they're public relations. Yeah. Their public relations is using propaganda to their advantage. Because when they put out in the media that they had a really productive meeting and we're going to extend it an extra day and they acted like they're finding common ground just to take it all away this morning, 
they are manipulating the media into making the players look like the bad guys here. The players have never been the bad guys. The players are my heroes. Look, okay, think about the way it started. When they started negotiating like three months ago in Dallas at the winter meetings, Mm -hmm. they just walked out on the players without even hearing the player's side of the story. Like they were listening to some Russian, uh, I'm blowing it, I'm blowing the whole joke, I had a joke. Then they just didn't do anything for six weeks during Thanksgiving and Christmas. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever until after New Year's. And then they take a week every time the, the Players Association has any kind of proposal. They've just been stalling and manipulating the situation the whole time. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Tommy the Truth. Tommy, how are you? Hey, guys. What's up, Tommy the Truth? Back at you. I've been traveling. I haven't been in town. I went back to see friends I went to school with in Arizona that I haven't seen since 1982. Ooh. So it was a very interesting time. the year I was born. That's pre-Bidwell. <laughs> Yeah, it it was uh, different because back then I was really shy. And they see me now, and I'm a totally different person. And the, some people, the guys that were the, the leaders of my little pack back then, they're the shy ones now. It's just really weird. But it was fun to, Drake, to catch up with everybody story. and, and yeah. seeing what I'm doing now. They're kind of freaking out, but it's all good. Um, I just got back yesterday night, called in this morning. Baseball. Okay, this is the way I feel, guys. I understand. I love baseball, too. But you know what? 70 70- money i i I, this is the thing you're a player you get paid plenty of money i'm sorry guys you are owners are making plenty of money right now okay and the thing is if you want to make us act like you want to make as much as an owner then guess what go buy a team get together with your buddies and go buy a team get like six or seven players together go buy a team and take all the responsibility i used to work in the oil field okay i made hundred thousand dollars a year but i'm not gonna make as much as the ceo that owns halliburton i'm just not we have too many problems right now in the world we might go to war i hope that doesn't happen that to worry about baseball players and millionaires against billionaires i'm sorry they make plenty of money the owners make it it's just this is just terrible timing for this this really sucks guys and i just i just think there's more important things to worry about and if they don't come to an agreement it'll be hard living without baseball this year i don't think we will but I can, if they're going to act like this, especially at this time and place, I can do without it. It's too much greed right now on both sides. I don't care. Well, and I'm, mutual exclusivity is a thing. Like, these, like this issue is exclusive from UK and Russia. Like, this issue is exclusive sure. from anything going on in China. Like, I, everything deserves its, its just due, and we're going to give it right here. Yeah. And the thing to me is, Major League Baseball players, 60% of them don't make right. Millions and millions of dollars. We can't fix this stoplight. There is an earthquake over there. Yes, we can. Yeah, that's no, no, we saying. fix the stoplight. We do but both. They, we they do still both. make for the common man. They still make plenty of money. They're playing a kids' game to have fun, and they make money. So I, I still don't understand that part. I know they not all of them make that money, but plenty of them make enough money compared to what's going on with people in the world right now, and in the United States, and all the stuff we got going on. Well, I don't know. I just think they need to. They need to figure it out. I don't want to see baseball for a year, but. And they, I, I don't. Right now, it just doesn't look good the way they're acting. Both sides, I don't care. Getting your fair market value, extracting as much value from your skill as you can, that's pure capitalism, right there. That's the American ideal. Of course, well, capitalism of course, the, is turned into be, being greedyism. Oh well, duh. I'm sorry. That's a lot how, of it is greedyism. It. A lot got, of it is like, well, how much is too much, or how much is not enough for you? I mean, why can't I you guys it, just Tom. come to some type of common ground? Well, I got, well, why so, can't? I, I, 
why can't you just say the exact same uh, state of mind to the owners? I have the I have the numbers. Because boys. they own the team. Hold on, I got they the own numbers. the team. You're not gonna. You're not. You can't act like you want to make as much money as the owner. And I know they don't. But that's why they own the team. Then go out and buy a team. Here's here's a fun fact. Number one. Go buy a team. Standard. Yeah. Phillips 66 makes a million dollars a second. I'm not making that number. Mm. Up. Also, sure. this medium baseball player will earn 6.13 mil in their career before taxes and commissions. The median owner is worth 3.2 bill. I want to make sure that's not confusing. So okay. the me, like the median major league baseball player, and that includes guys like Mike Trout that almost make a billion dollars, and that includes guys like like fifth reserve infielder and platoon outfielder that doesn't make six hundred thousand dollars. Who gets one week game check right for the league minimum when he gets pulled up from the AAA, then goes back down to AAA the very next week. That's it, factoring into it. Too. Just insane, Tommy. We got to grab a break, but you're very good at this. Thank you for calling, and welcome back to the five hundred five. See you guys. Bye. I know we got to grab a break. When we get back, we got to catch him on the texter because Craig is straight fire. I know Vincent is waiting on the front of the show hotline. We will get to him momentarily. Also, we haven't even given out the number yet. Yeah. 505-246-0610. Call the show. Tell us how you feel because I need your anger to fuel my anger. You're going Sith on me. We're at O'Neill's on Thursday. <laughs> Van won't be there. He's on assignment. I'll be there with Brandon Ortega and Ed Nunez. We're going to laugh a lot. Also, we have special guests, and I'm very excited about this. I forgot to mention it to you, Van. Leanne Morez is going to join us. She's the athletic director for La Cueva, and both the boys and girls teams are in the state basketball tournament this weekend, and I'm very excited to talk about that hype. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports channel. For those keeping score at home, I'm still currently in shock and denial. I might be in pain and guilt. I don't know which. Anger and bargaining to come. Depression, loneliness, reflection after. <clears throat> how, how will you know when the de- depression hits? Because I'll get a slight upward turn that everyone gets. And then I'll have to reconstruct my entire life and then eventually acceptance and hope. Oh. I never know when I'm depressed. <sighs> because of your constant state. Because I'm always yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my baseline is depression from the live stream nice jacket van okay that's a stupid one thank you manfred sucks what (laughs) coming in hot here oh rob manfred oh my god that was your mom this is so easy to fix no (laughs) no mlb is not cool whatsoever i'm a red sox fan by birth so let's get that straightened out right away okay not a marlins orioles fan not sure why we're isolating those two because they suck, so the, they don't spend money. That's I think the point. That's, yeah, yeah. So this means so much more to the, to me than most people can comprehend. Still a baseball over overall. That's from front of the show, Craig. You got more skin in the game, right? And yes, Andres, you are correct. It's a wonderful jacket. I've had it for like 20 years. Front of the show hotline is wide open, except for right now because Vincent's joining us. Vincent, how are you? Uh, well, front of the show is a little strong. Maybe a quaint. Okay. I mean, Adjacent to the uh, show, Vincent. Okay. Well, no, I mean, Howard is the friend of the show, but he needs all the friends he can get. But anyway. Boom. Here uh, we go. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, is one of you guys went to Washington State University? Uh, I did. That would be Fred. Fred. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that kind of explains a lot. Uh, why you're all kind of uh, 
uh, for lack of a better term, screwed up. Yeah, high maintenance, emotional, yes. Okay. Yeah, because I'm one of the few people that listening right now, I've been to Pullman, Washington a couple of occasions, and it's uh, it's kind of a mesmerizing place. Uh, and, and Fred, you would know the term getting loose on the Palouse. I have you, gotten you, I have gotten loose on the Palouse. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that you had. On, a, on more than one occasion. Eh? <laughs> it's a lot of truth to what is being said here by old Vincent. Well, no, I mean, Pullman, Washington is the only place in the western United States, and, and actually western North, North America, that you don't see a mountain range when, when you're in Pullman. You see hills and kind of uh, the rolling hills. They're, they're kind of fascinating. But it's it's the most bizarre place I've ever been in my life. It's like, you know, Fred, do you agree or? I, I think the Palouse Falls have a natural beauty about them that I would that I would argue could. Yeah, they have a natural the beauty, falls. but I mean, yeah, it's 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 kind of a kind of a mesmerizing place. Who was the coach up there for years? Uh, and then he went to Alabama. Uh. You remember him? Oh, I don't know. When I was there, it was the Paul Wolf years. Spagnolo. Oh, Mike Price. You're talking about Mike Price. Mike Price. Yeah. Mike Price. And he got loose from the Palouse. <laughs> and when he went to, to – and he was head coach at, at uh, Alabama for like a, a week. What and a- then he went – he got crazy, you know, and then lost his job. What I but, need uh, is all my wazoo – friends of the program right now to call and support the Palouse. Oh, I love the Palouse. I mean, don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like it. I was at Ryan Lee's final home game. Can you believe that? Well, no, it was before your time up there. What a guy. I mean, at Pullman. Oh, he was, I drove all the way from Seattle to see it. Yeah, what a, you know, that's, that's just me. But anyway, uh, Van, it seems a little bit uh, player uh Friendly here with MLB. A hundred percent. Oh, come on, fam. Come on. Ah, come on. Okay. What did, what did it, they do? Yeah. What What did they ask for that was unreasonable? They got it. They got a lot of things. They got a lot of everything that they, you know, not everything, obviously, but they got a lot of things just because they screwed up in the last negotiation and they don't, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Clark as your, uh, you know, representative. I mean, it's like it's like having uh, Vital represent me at a DWI case. I mean, come on, you got to have somebody. <laughs> you got to have a guy that knows what he's doing. I mean, Clark's not a lawyer. He's a good yeah, I mean, Tony I mean, Clark is a baseball player. He's not point. a lawyer. That is correct. Well, I don't. I don't think any of the players' ass have been unreasonable. The MLB has not budged on the bulk of these issues, and Which the spin, the, the spin, and the spin it, in the media it, is it, that it, they're offering these things it, and then pulling them back, which isn't true. They're just not budging whatsoever this whole time, and they have. I don't know where you get your information from, but you should listen to Mad Dog Radio, and uh, you you would kind of learn a little bit, my friend. 
I'm a big Chris Russo guy. I like Chris Russo. And yeah, I've been following this very closely the whole time. The, Thanks for the call, Vince. I, I love the passion. I also love the passion from Vince. The thing to me about like alternative viewpoints is what I'm saying is there's a large message going out from Major League Baseball that they're putting the work and they're making these sacrifices and this thing. I'm telling you, it was a smokescreen for today. 100%. That's all that was. They are gaslighting you. They're telling you that Players Association wasn't reasonable and they weren't willing to do this. Major League ba- You'll see it right now. Major League Baseball playoffs or Players Association, they're going to come out and say, actually, that's all the BS. Sure. It'll, they'll, they'll have a very well-crafted official statement tomorrow. I mean, unpackage this it might whole have timeline. Be day, though, because the way this stuff works, you can't wait till tomorrow, man. Well, the MLB obviously got their teeth into some people, if you couldn't tell, by a couple callers today. So there's a couple people are drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm as the bu- MLB has done nothing for these negotiations except for just show up, nod their head, and then walk away. And then, yeah, and then kick a, kick down the road another deadline. Yeah, kick it down the road, keep moving the goalposts, keep acting like, oh, the players aren't doing anything. Yesterday when MLB was like, hey, we're actually going to stretch it out one day, what that is, my friends, in the business and those at home listening, friends of the show, that is what we call a lie. Yeah. That was lying the whole time. That was a work. I'm telling you right now, the players are the faces and the owners are the heels. It's 100% it's that 100% way. It's 100% what it is. How often do we agree 100% on Never, these, on these I, topics? I low-key hate you. <laughs> I hate your morals and your beliefs it's and your true. core values. It's true. There's nothing about when you yeah. show up every day. Isn't with that like your jacket. Stupid mustache. I think, <laughs> I think, why is this guy adjacent to me? I say that. You should start saying it out loud. You just saved it for three years later after you've been doing this for three years. <laughs> you have you had the day off Thursday, and I've never looked more forward to a day in my entire life. Except for <laughs> He's getting sick here. Two Saturdays ago when we had a roast of you and I could let the real me out. I roasted you. In front of your dad, and then he jumped in and helped. The whole family helped. I said, I hate Van more than I hate Major League Baseball owners. And everyone went, ooh. And also, I'm only kind of fired up because Vincent doesn't like the Palouse. And Eastern Washington holds a very special place in my heart. I don't, I don't know the difference of the towns up there. They're they're all they're just regular towns. They're all named after presidents. And stuff. I don't leave Seattle when I go to that part of the country. And once you get out of the Seattle city limits, it is deliverance up there. There's just banjo music everywhere. Like Aberdeen. A kid with three eyes and an arm coming out of his neck because of all the inbreeding. Aberdeen and like Ocean Shores and Forks and all that. that all, that's all very beautiful. Yeah, sure. They got trees. So many. Yeah. I know what trees look like. You know what's a really cool place? Vancouver. Also, as we've been on the program, Rob Portnoy just reached out. He's going to call us in about three minutes. We're going to talk Lobos basketball for about one minute, and then we're going to talk Major League Baseball. But for real, though, tough loss for the Lobos last night. All right, let's go. Hurry. Electric let's playoff get back is on. where we're going to play dodgeball. <laughs> uh, Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Man. Mashburn left open, elbow J. Good! Over the big fellow, the seven-footer Robinson. Mash with 20. Joining us on the program, Rob Portnoy, voice of the Lobos, my very best friend. Rob, I'm taking a deep breath. I'm calming down from baseball. How are you? I've been listening. 
you do sound aggro today. I'm not good. I have been much better in my life than I am in this moment. <sighs> okay. And you just went after Van. That's kind of like what couples do. It, not good. Chill. No, I, I'm not mad at Van. I'm Rob, mad. he is projecting. He's mad at himself. <laughs> he's mad at himself that he let this happen to the world. And he's putting it all on his shoulders, and he's taking it out on me and my mustache and my jacket. Are you on the live stream, Rob? <laughs> Are you logged into the social media page to see Rob Vance's jacket? Rob has seen this jacket. It's my porn jacket. No, I don't have multiple porn Rob, jackets. it's made out of the leather that was on your grandparents' couch in the 70s. It's my grandfather's jacket. See? <laughs> <laughs> I have an attachment to that old couch. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, the boys were so close in California, losing by three, and it was a heck of a ball game back and forth, but it just didn't close out. How are you feeling about the team, my man? feel great about the team, not so great about the refs. Mm, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. Um, I, I hate to be that guy uh, with regard to this game, but the Lobos got hosed at the end of this game, and there's just no doubt about it. Um, I think it happened twice late, and both were critical plays. Um, Mashburn's coming off a screen. He's clearly on the gather. Uh, if you you know talk to NBA people, you listen to NBA broadcasts. The determining factor for the continuation is the gather. Is the player gathering the ball off a catch, off a dribble, and right. starting the process of the shooting motion? If so, it should be a continuation. Now I understand the college continuation rules are adjudicated differently. It's harder to get continuation in the college game. But there's no doubt that Mash was, sh- was shooting a three, albeit a hurried three, but he knew what was happening, and that's why he did it, because they were trying to take that foul. Because every coach in the game now, when you get under seven or six seconds at the end of the game, you don't let the team that's trailing by three shoot the tying three. You put them on the line, right, because yep. that's the metrics tell you to do so. So, of course, he was trying to shoot, because that's what you do. You force them not to foul. They still fouled. We should have had three free throws. Mash was going to make them, and now I'm hot. But that's not all that just happened at the end of the game. There's another play that still has me incredulous because up against the shot clock, it's, it's, it's winding down. Mash drives baseline. He goes reverse. Clearly, in real time, the ball hits the backboard. We're unsure if it hits the rim. They blow the whistle, blow the play dead, and then every play on the floor – in a Lobo uniform, hands up, pointing at the rim. It hit the rim. It hit the rim. Officials come together. They go to the monitor. Takes forever. The reason it takes forever is because they were wrong, because they blew it, <laughs> and they had to acknowledge it, and they, they definitely – it was a bad whistle. Bottom line, it was a bad whistle. The ball had hit the rim, and the worst part of it is that there's a chance the Lobos had that basketball. K.J. Jenkins had it possibly before it went out of bounds. Right. The Lobos would have had possession and a reset on a 20-second shot clock. And that's a game-changer because they didn't know, you know, and they blew the whistle. Now there's no possession, so they go to what? The possession arrow mm-hmm. because they messed the call up, uh-huh. and that gave the ball to Fresno State. It was maddening, and uh, there's literally nothing you can do about that in that situation. Nothing. Oh, my bad. Bad whistle. Shouldn't have blown it. Uh, arrow, Fresno State ball. No possession, clear. Arrow, Fresno State. No, it was clearly the Lobos ball. It was, it was bad. It, the Lobos um, did not get any breaks at the end of that game. And I know that sounds like sour grapes, but it's also reality. 
Rob, when I found out you were coming on, you know, I, I Googled you know, University of New Mexico Lobo men's basketball. You did the box score. Clicked on the link. Right. I want to make sure I got the box score right so I don't get anything incorrect. But when you, when you Google University of New Mexico Lobo Athletics, you know, there's like people also ask, and I sent this to you in our group text, people also ask, is the Lobo? So, Rob, is the Lobo? I don't know if I get it. You've fully yeah, lost. I lost too. No, check check your group it. text. It just you know the the what? people also ask on Google like they have related questions. Okay. The first question is is the Lobo. You've lost me. It makes no sense to me whatsoever <laughs> at all. It should not make sense to anyone. Moving forward, vet these questions with me. So, uh, <laughs> when I look at that what you sent me, that screenshot, uh it, it looks like uh, somebody was typing a question, messed it up. Yeah. And then you look at the next question, and it's the age-old, the tried-and-true, clueless mixing up yep. of New Mexico uh-huh. and New Mexico uh-huh. yes. State. Yes. New Mexico That's what it is. Part of the U.S. That's what it is. Is New uh. Mexico State the Lobos is the next uh, question. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. Come on. Rob, you... So, so hard segue here. Sorry about you that. You lost me on that one, Van. We had good momentum. Well, it's in your texture, too. We're in the same texture. Notice how I didn't give it a thumbs up. Rob, do you have an extra minute? Can you stick around after the break? Absolutely. You're the best because we got to hit it. Where we get back, more Rob Portnoy, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Bye, Tal. Cut the music. Straight to Rob Portnoy. Rob, welcome <laughs> back. Dive right in. What's going on, guys? I want to preview... The end of the season. I want to preview the game at the pit. I want to preview UNLV. But this statement just came out from Major League Baseball. Are you ready? Play it on me. It's from the oh, I mean Players Association. I should have spoken yep. fully. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Rob Manfred and MLB's owners have canceled the start of the season. Players and fans around the world who love baseball are disgusted, but sadly not surprised. From the beginning of these negotiations, Players' objectives have been consistent to promote competition, provide fair compensation for young players, and to uphold the integrity of our market system against the backdrop of growing revenues and record profits. We are seeking nothing more than a fair agreement. What Rob Manfred characterized as a, quote, defensive lockout is, in fact, the culmination of a decades-long attempt by owners to break our players' fraternity, as in the past this effort will fail, and we are united and committed to negotiating a fair deal that will improve the sport for players fans, and everyone who loves our game. That sounds like the good guys talking to me. That does sound like the good guys. Avengers assemble. (laughs) Rob, you love baseball almost as much as Van loves baseball, and you love baseball, well, if you add it to mine, as much as I love baseball, so that's Van. So anyways, the point is, what are we going to do, Rob? How are we going to get through the next three months? Because it's ruined. Everything is ruined. Um, Just... I'm living crestfallen. I, I, you know, here's the thing. I remember when we first talked about this, the possibility of the lockout coming, and I said, and I, this is the easiest take ever, right? Like everybody agrees with this, and everybody thought this. Like this is such a bad idea for baseball. That's what I told you when you first asked me about yes. this. Like they, they cannot. They literally cannot afford to miss games, given that they had like a 60 game season, right? Just a year and a half ago. So. That's just it, – it's so bad for the game right now, it's, um, it's maddening. But the funny thing is that 
you know, everybody boils it down to, and it's it's this one is about money. You know, this particular uh, round of labor strife in in Major League Baseball is about the money. It's true. That's one hundred percent accurate. But it's not yeah. that simple. It's being it's being fought on so many different fronts right now. When you look at the different issues at play with regard to this upcoming CBA, and man, I'm with you guys. First of all, the the key components of what the players want for me, are essential. Like, the the bottom tier of the Major League Baseball Players Union is not being taken care of. Yes. And that's the group that needs to be compensated more fairly. And I, I don't think anybody that you know is objectively looking at this it, it can think anything different. But, but I also think there are a couple of places where the players – you know, they've already moved a little bit on a couple things. I'll give them that. But, like, the luxury tax threshold piece of it to me is like, yeah, that's a little bit of a greedy grab by the guys at the top of the food chain. Okay? And and we're talking about even at the end of the, the, the two sides, you know, proposals with regard to the 2026 season. Now we're getting out there, right? At the end of what they were trying to put together for this CBA. We're only talking about a $30 million difference. I mean, that's like in the grand scheme of things for the total number, not a big deal. Like they should be able to find some common ground there and, and close that gap. But from the player standpoint, and this is where I'm 100% with you guys, a couple of spots where they just they need the, the owners to move and they flat out have to take their stand. Like the bonus pool for pre-arbitration eligible players, we're talking about first contract players. Right, we're talking about making their name in the game. Players, the gulf right now, the distance between where the owners are and where the players are there is massive. It's like sixty million dollars per annum right now, and the players want a five million dollar kicker where it goes up every year, and the and the owners don't want that either. They want a, a flat number, and it's it's sixty million less than what the players want. It's like you know, we're talking about from an eight figure number. Is, is where, you know, the, the owners want it to be, and the players want it to be solidly into the nine figures and, and moving toward the mid-nine figures by, by the end of the CBA. The gulf there is, is like a cavern. Like, it's it's just, it's massive. And, and you know, we know that they want to increase the minimum salary. Um, that's got to happen, right? I think the players need to move a little bit on the luxury tax threshold thing and may, and I understand this safety and all that whatever, but maybe the increase of the postseason teams is not that big a deal. I get it's a it's a bargaining chip, right? But at some point they don't want to lose their paychecks either. We got to figure out a way how to do this, boys. What do you got? Okay, Rob, uh, you might have missed this earlier. Fred mentioned that uh, the average career service time for an MLB player is three point seven one years. Okay. Yep. The average MLB salary uh, is 4.17 mil. Mil. So the median MLB salary is 1.65 million. Okay. So the average, the median MLB player earns 6.13 million dollars before taxes, commissions, and union dues. 6.13 million over the course of their career. This is the average player, the average earning. Every single player is factored into this. Okay. Now check this out. The average MLB owner, their net worth is 3.2 billion. 
And let me tell you, for the average owner who has $3.2 billion, you can pay the average MLB player's $6.15 million salary for 520,000 years. <laughs> this is how this is how stupid this argument is. You just have to give it up and go. Just go. You have just to. give them some money. It's okay. You, can, average, you already you, you already could, have the money. You could buy an average career of an MLB player for 520,000 years. Rob, that is insane. The way the owners want to win is they want to win 10 runs to 0 runs in this game. They should settle Embarrass them. and just win six runs to five runs. Yeah. You still win. Yes. You still win, owners. But you didn't Amen, win. boys. Yeah. I, no, uh, amen. I, I, I know I'm a little bit in a, in a devil's advocate seat at all at uh, when indicating that the players need to move a little bit. But it, the reality is it's a negotiation. It is. And, and in any negotiation, you guys know this, you, you have to make the other side feel like they got something. You do. You have to. Um, it can't be 100 to 0 um, in terms of the win loss. So I don't know, man. I, and that's like, I knew you wanted to talk about this, and, and I, I'm trying to be, you know, a guy that's looking for a solution. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, it's not easy, man. It is not easy. I want to talk about before we cut you loose, obviously, Friday night, Friday night at home versus Las Vegas uh, senior night. There at the pit, so that's going to be kind of a fun little evening for the kids in the university. Obviously, not the season that I think I had like hyped myself up for, but what a gross season for this team. What like an example of what can be done when guys start to figure it out and the coaching staff is real comfortable. Rob, talk a little bit about the end of the year. Talk a little bit about the boys. Talk a little bit about what senior night is going to mean to this team. Well, you know, um, I remember we first talked about the season. Uh, before everything got started, and, and I was thinking that seven or eight Mountain West wins was achievable. And you look at the number of close calls the Lobos have had, and they doubled their win total in the league from last year from two to four. They doubled their overall win total from six to 12, and they easily could have gotten to six or seven Mountain West wins um, going into senior night. And, you know, ifs and buts and candies and nuts, and I get all that. Uh, but it's been a major gross season. You are 100% uh, accurate on that. And I hope everybody comes out. I know it's late Saturday night. I know we've got the late tip off nine o'clock, and that's that's tough. But it is Saturday. Oh, my mistake! Um, Did I say Friday? Yeah. I do that. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Get, get your uh, get your little nap in, everybody, and come and watch the Lobos. Uh, we're going to pay tribute to Saquon Singleton, the kid from the Bronx, um, who has one of the best attitudes that you'll ever see. And and then the two walk-ons who uh, have become scholarship players here at the end of their final year, which is awesome. You can do that retroactively. And uh, Jordan Arroyo and Clay Patterson also will be honored. And it's going to be a great night. It's a night to gather some momentum for the following week in the tournament, of course. And it's a team that the Lobos want to compete with, right? I mean, the Rebels kind of put it to them in Vegas when they played in the Thomas and Mac. And um, it's one of the few games during the regular season in league. And there have been a few, but there haven't been a lot. But it is one of the few where the Lobos um, – did not have a chance and were outplayed uh, considerably. And they'd love to show that they can hang with the Rebels. And um, I, I tell you what, guys, there's not a single team in the conference that wants to match up with UNM in the tournament because UNM's offense is so explosive. Um, I think it's going to be a fun week. I really do. And I hope everybody comes out Saturday night for the seniors. I know we're going to be there. 
So I know, yeah, yeah we're going to be there for certain. And you know what I'm excited most about? And it's Jordan Arroyo and Clay Patterson because they're both from here. Like their families yeah. and their support groups and their friends, whatever section that they are in, I want to be adjacent to that section because there's going to be just a lot of love in the pit that night. And that to me is going to be like a really – like one of those unique sports moments that you won't be able to duplicate again. Amen. Yeah. You've got Trisco uh, Heritage represented. Uh, you've got uh, Rio Rancho represented. Um, those two guys, amazing individuals uh, who've never wavered, stuck it out from the beginning, and they've been awesome. And I, I tell you what, at times each has contributed, and in particular this year with Arroyo, because the Lobos are so thin on the post. Um, and remember, this is a, a big guy who wasn't that thick in high school and played facing the basket who has matured put on a ton of muscle and figured out how to be a five in division one college basketball and he's been defending some of the best bigs uh in the league and, and and really a couple of them are some of the best bigs in the country when he's been asked to do it he's done a great job so yeah uh let's let's give them uh major props and turn out for them on saturday night from the texter mountain west conference refs are the worst refs in ncaa basketball <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> you got you got that one verified. Those are not Rob Portnoy's words. Nope, nope. They're not from the texter. From the text line, not Rob Portnoy whatsoever. Uh, we got one last minute before we cut you loose, Rob. Uh, UNM baseball. What's got you excited about the spring? Oh, my gosh. Uh, how about them getting three of four in their yep. first home series? Yep. Yeah. Extremely pumped. And – um, Miguel Reyes, who was a back end of the bullpen guy a season ago, uh, dealt over the weekend in the series finale against Holy Cross. Um, that looks good for either a midweek starter or maybe a new entry into the weekend three-man rotation. We'll see what happens this weekend when they open conference play uh, in San Jose. But the Lobos appear to have a true bona fide ace in Riley Egloff. The dude is absolutely dealing in the mid-90s painting on both sides of the plate, arm side, glove side, if for no other reason on a Friday to come out to Santa Ana Starfield when the Lobos get back home is to watch this guy pitch because he's got a chance to be in the big leagues one day. They're dropping bombs. I could hear those bats clanging all the way from downtown. Oh, some monster shots hit over the weekend, no doubt. Um, there are some, some new bats in this lineup that people want to come and watch. I'm telling you, this lineup can – yeah, they can swing for the downs. Hey, I'll Seriously. Tell you, I'll tell you what I thought was nice was the weather. Like, And I know that's like a simple one, right? But when it's February in the high desert, like it should be very cold and uncomfortable, but there was like it was perfect for baseball. Like that's where, that's where oh, okay, this is what guys are actually going to look like. This isn't guys fighting the elements. This isn't guys where they can't keep their hands warm on the bat. This is, this is what this team is going to look like. Yep. So pretty excited about like the early example of what UNM baseball is going to be. 100%. Cody Holtz, by the way, hit one that bounced off the face of the pit. Not the Davalos Center. The pit. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was gargantuan. And then Lenny Ashby later in the series took one, I swear, it bounced across the street and is rolling through the Maloof parking lot toward University Stadium. Love everything about that. Uh, uh, Rob, the only reason I don't like to watch Lobo Baseball Live is because I can't hear you in my ears. Mm -hmm. <laughs> how do I... How do I plug in my earbuds and still listen to, to you when I'm feet. live at yeah. the game? Yeah, no, you can do it through the Lobo Sports app, man. Bring the headphones, plug it into your, your mobile 
Um, we're streaming every game, every home game, and uh, you can catch it that way. So I encourage you absolutely okay. uh, to get that phone charged and make sure it's uh, at 100% when you get to the, the San Ana Star Field. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be calling every home game for you, buddy. So in. The disembodied voice of my own thoughts, Rob Portnoy, thank you so very much. You guys are the best. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you, Rob. I thought having Rob on would calm me. This made you more angry. It just now made me more angry. Because he, he tried to play devil's advocate with you for a little bit and be nice and reasonable. That I, didn't help whatsoever. No, I just needed to be audibly cuddled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what made me the most angry? Was how excited I got for UNM baseball because I love college baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the voice of the New Mexico Highlands University baseball Cowboys. Yeah. And the thing is, I had a moment where I thought, these kids might never get to play Major League Baseball. I started to lose it a little bit, man. Well, Japan and Korea got some pretty good leagues. Oh, good point. So get ready for an influx of all these players starting to go to Asia or uh, Mexico. Vital, I think we're on a depression, loneliness, and reflection whenever I get back on Major League Baseball. I think that's bargaining, saying it's okay to move to Korea. Okay, we'll go bargaining first. <laughs> <laughs> Do they subtitle Korean baseball, Vital? You tell me when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. During the commercial, Van sent me a link to all of the Korean baseball games. I'm not going to click on that, Van. I'm not going to do it. It's so much fun. It's probably, you know, it's probably better. Korean baseball and Japanese baseball, it's probably better than the MLB. You know what? That's, you know what? Fine. I got a plan. I will settle. No. I got a plan, Van. Van, I got a plan. We didn't okay. even think about this. We didn't talk about it off air. I'm bringing this to you right now. We call Korea. Hear me out, okay? We take their oh, games. We MXC style, most extreme challenge, voice over the Korean <laughs> baseball games into English. Broadcast the Korean baseball games in our English interpretation of the action. I'm not talking, we're translating because we're not, we're taking the raw footage and we are the voice of the Korean crouching tigers as they battle the Korean, like, like prone tigers, Korean Samsungs. Thank you. Smartphones. Thank you. Yeah. Smartphones versus Kia's. Yeah. The Korea K-pops. Versus the Korean... The BTSs versus the Blackpinks? Yes, thank you. You're welcome. That second one, I didn't know what it was. Uh, that's the only two I know. It was a reach getting that second one out of my brain. This is the plan. Mm. Is everyone writing this plan down? So what we need to do is we need to become the voice, and I'm not saying of a single team, I want to be the feature game of the week. Have you have you actually seen Japanese or Korean baseball? Oh God, no! My heart is like, especially into Korean baseball. And Korean baseball, they have is fun. It's like a circus. So much fun! It's as live and rowdy as a European soccer match without all the the rape and murder. Okay, here's one. Damn it! <laughs> they have they have chants for every single player. Okay, they have songs that you chant. When every single player walks up to the bat, if that player makes a play on defense, the whole crowd does that chant. It is a beautiful thing to watch. They have cheerleaders. They have robots in the crowd that are leading the cheering section. It is phenomenal. You're describing everything I love. Yes. 
It is so much fun. You know it my crossover fun. love for and robots every, and baseball? Every single stadium has a different noisemaker. Some people do clapping. Some people do vuvuzelas. Some people do thunderstick. Say that second word again. Vuvuzela. What is that? That's the, the long the trumpet Cup. horn thing from the World Cup. Yeah, from, yep. That's not what that is. Yeah, it's a vuvuzela. Yeah. Are you talking about the Australia thing? No, those super long. I think it what is it, Brazil World Cup is when it started? It was the, yeah, the Brazil. Yeah. No, the, what? Yeah. Australia is nowhere near Brazil. The comically long, little skinny Africa plastic too. tubas. The African nations have Oh, them too. I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. Australian. So, any. Is it? No, what is that thing I'm thinking of? They don't play it upside down. It's not Australian. Thank you. You're I think welcome. it's South African because South Africa hosted a World Cup eight, ten years ago. Okay. That's the didgeridoo. It's That's not, what you're trying to talk about. It's not a didgeridoo. The didgeridoo, the bull roarer, and the gum leaf. All right. Write all these names down. These are all very good baseball New names. band name called it. Yep. Australian Aboriginal music instruments. Okay, South Africa. Fine. It was South Africa, right. not Brazil. All right, so you're going to tell me that you had the entire continent wrong, and you're still telling me that the continent that I'm saying right is not possibly the right continent? Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening to you this whole time. Didgeridoos, bull rovers, gum leaves, <laughs> clapsticks, lagerphones, and South wobble Africa. boards. These are all Australian words used to describe instruments. Just because they have similar accents, you just can't say a thing came from South Africa and Australia. It's the same thing. Michael. That is not the same thing. Can you please pull up a didgeridoo something something and a bubuzela something something and tell me if they sound the exact the same? They are wildly different. I'm about to find out because I don't know. Because I'm convinced that I know what a didgeridoo is because it's like... Yes. And I, that's a didgeridoo. And is a bubuzela... No. Not even close. So one's going back in time and one's going forward? Are these back to the future instruments? What are you talking about I here? don't know how they make is, sounds for movies. Did the Highlander make a vuvuzela? I don't understand your logic here. You look at me every day. Every day we see each other. Correct. Do I look smart? No, I'm not. You have your moments. When? When watching Monday Night Raw? Is that what you're about to say? Yes, your wrestling historical knowledge is A+. plus. It's intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> and my brain is wired in a way to pull it up, like, at every opportune time. Sometimes you're, like, really getting on my nerves, and then I just ask you a wrestling question, and it's like, oh, sweet. I get to zone out for half an hour. <laughs> I'm applying that to a lot of things in my life right Damn now. Damn it. I shouldn't have opened up that playbook. A little behind the curtain right there. I'm giving you my gut, my first reaction to Korean baseball, okay? So I just pulled up koreabaseball.com, okay? All right. First of all, the logo is fire. Everything is fire about it. The KBO League. Yes. You I'm were talking about appropriation earlier. Asia has appropriated baseball and made it better, just like they did with friggin' noodles, just like they did oh, with American whiskey. Dog, I love rice noodles. I love that you just said that. The rice noodles are so much better than, than yeah. wheat noodles. Yeah, oh my not gosh. Much better. Not even close. I hate that I hate rice-based cultures because I love rice-based foods. That's very weird. To say out loud? That too, maybe. Yeah. Wheat-based cultures are where it's at for me. I'm sure Thai, Vietnamese, and Korean audience is just up in flames at you right now. This is the most baseball talk those audiences got in Albuquerque. All three of them. In 10 years. 
We actually have a really big international population here in Albuquerque. Okay. Interesting, Van, from the live chat. Uh-huh. Friend of the show, Craig, says he's made of Ubu Sela. He's, he's from talking Australia. about a didgeridoo. Oh. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> All right, so they're currently... I, I legit do like this idea. Korea versus Japan in American stadiums. Oh, owners would do that. Oh, my God, I would love that. Instead of taking football across the pond yep. where they don't care about mm -hmm. it, bring the good baseball here where we do care about it. Like they do with the with the soccer. Because whenever, like, whenever Barcelona comes over to play a game in like a Kansas City or whatever, Sporting KC sell out. Sure. People come from all over the country. Friend of the show, Mailman, is joining us. Vuvuzela expert mailman. No, didgeridoo denier mailman. <laughs> Man Fresca. Yes, sir. Runner Halen. Yo, yo. <laughs> I, feel like I, I feel like I need to run down to the ring with a steel chair and, and have Fred just point out victims. And you can call <laughs> me the new chairman. <laughs> uh, not wrong. So, not wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, um... I'm trying. To, I'm trying to calm Fred down. That's nah, not gonna work. I, mm. I, I, I want to bring him. I want to bring some Zen back to Fred's life. So bear with me for thirty seconds, Van. Zen acts. All right, Fred, I'll take, you, you take this. I got a question. Yes, sir. So, is um, uh, what's her name from uh from uh? <laughs> He's gonna ask you a wrestling AEW, question. Yes. Are they trying to are they trying to spin her off? Like Johnny Weaver, the dean of wrestling. Are you talking about Britt Baker? Are we talking about Britt Baker right now? Uh, I'm taking this one. No, off. no, no. Um, the girl that came over from uh, um, uh, 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 NWA. Oh, uh, R Rosa. No, no, no. With the long black hair. With the long black hair. <laughs> okay. Uh, remember, she gets five minutes every day, every every night. She gets five minutes. I mean, if you're um, if you're talking about, you're only talking about Britt Baker. It has to be Britt Baker. No, it's not Britt Baker. She um, yeah, what is that chick's name? Oscar. Th oh, I Thunder, have her name until you is answer. Is it Thunder Rosa? Um, no, it's not Thunder Rosa. I have no idea. She, who you're talking she about. was she was a she had the NWA title when, Ser when they Deep? first started doing that. That switch over? Is it Serena Deeb? That's it. Okay, Serena what about Serena Deeb? <laughs> what about okay, her? So they call her the dean. She's a, the female dean or something like yeah, that. She's a bad Remember, dude. Johnny Weaver had a thing back in the NWA back in the day. Every night he would beat you with a different hole. Yes. Yeah, so and he was known as the dean of wrestling. That is correct. Are they trying to spin her off as the female version of him? Well, I mean, she's much more attractive. Well... Maybe. Also, you don't. You guys don't know this. Johnny Weaver is actually from my hometown, so you're hitting home right here, mailman. He's from East St. Louis. Hey, well, I'm trying to. Hey, I'm trying to sprinkle some. <laughs> I'm trying to give you some lemonade to to take off those hot chili peppers you've been eating all show. <laughs> I I just had a bell pepper and I'm this fired up. Like it's not even right. Not even chili peppers. When you mailman, I'm, when you I'm, started I'm, talking, I'm trying to help you out, dog. I'm trying to help you out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right when you said you're going to try to calm him down, Fred tilted his head back, took a drink of coffee, said, not going to work. <laughs> it's almost well, 6 o'clock and he's still drinking coffee. I, they, suggest, they suggest freaking 
they're gonna blow their season anyway. Um, oh yeah. I'm, I'm for I'm for the men. I'm for the the men, not the owners, because I feel that the lower end guys. I didn't realize it was such a disparity between the low end guys and the high end guys. And I don't like the way that they manipulate the service time because yep. there was some guys they could have bought up who could have helped other teams. Sure. But manipulating service time, they left them in the minors, and those guys didn't have to be minor leaguers. They could have came up and started contributing right away. Happens so every I year. don't like that. So I'm hoping that's going to be changed in the upcoming agreement. But I hope I hope the I hope the players just freaking hold out. Also, too- hold out until they get whatever they can get. And if they drop a nuke on Major League Baseball, so be it. To be fair, boys. And to be fair. I've basically Do you fail? Thank you. Yeah, mailman. And <laughs> I have basically hated every boss I've ever had, and I don't think it's all the boss's faults, but it's made me like only care about labor. Like because I personally can't handle like authority and direction and critique, which I know is a me flaw. I'm not saying it's not. That's fair. But what I'm saying is it makes me like believe that no bosses, owners, or the man can ever be correct. They can't. Well, That's they, how my they, mind works. They, well, I agree. They can't because, I mean, it is unfair to that 1%, 2% of minor leaguers who could go and start contributing right away. And just because they got drafted last year, they want to manipulate their service time and keep it in the minors another two years. It's, it's dumb. That's, that's, that's holding those guys down. They they can't get a bigger paycheck because their service time is being manipulated, and they gotta play minor league baseball and, and work at a hardware store in the off season <laughs> yeah. just to make yeah. ends meet. Papa John's You're not lying. Awesome. I mean, it's just blatant self interest, right? Like, think about it. Exactly. You got thirty exactly. Bi- thirty billionaires versus like sixteen hundred people who are fighting for each other. Like the 16- I hope they I hope they freaking I hope they freaking hold out and don't and don't come back and be like we're not coming back this year. If if they if they wait three months, I hope the players say nope, we're not coming back this year. And then we get to have the you new can- league of our own. Well, yeah, yeah. I know we got to take I, a break. I, I, right back we here, we can go. We can go get some lobos. Oh and- yeah. And, and we could do this thing. Hey, it'll be it'll be the scene from Goodwill Hunting. I'll go cheer on little league games. I don't care. I'll just be part of it. Yeah. Mailman, you're the best. Yep. Yep. See ya. Big surprise. More stages of my grief in Major League Baseball talk. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Told you it sounds nothing like a didgeridoo. This is a didgeridoo. No, I said, I said it sounds nothing like a didgeridoo. Is, it, is this a swarm of bees? This is what people thought the killer bees would be like when they come in and. Like, why does Badgie, Biggio, the, Bagwell, and Berkman have anything to do with this? Oh, Barry and Bell. Oh. I like mine better. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when giant bees are forming a new. <laughs> Was that the didgeridoo or the boobuzela? That was the boobuzela. It's 9.39 a.m. tomorrow in Korea. Let's call right now. Uh, call them, see if we could do one of their games. I only – Van, 
Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take one of the games from last season. First of all, we got to pick a team. We're going to pick a team. Then we're going to take one of the games from last season. We're going to create the thing we want. Then we're going to send it to them, and we're going to say, listen, boys. Okay, I'm dialing it right now. What's the Korean for boys? You asking me what a word in Korean is right now? You knew what the other things were earlier or whatever. Doosan Bears. So I'm going to say, listen, Doosan. This is what we want. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Okay, so okay, I don't know how to dial. Korea. I don't know how to dial international. Hey, Korea. Hey, Siri. Call Korea. Call the Korean baseball organization. <laughs> and we send it to them. All right, so there are 10 teams, boys. Do you, I'm going to read them off to you. Okay. The KT Wiz, which is already in the lead for me, is the team I want to root for. The KT Wiz, the Doosan Bears, the Samsung Lions. Oh, that's a real one, Michael? Yeah, that is. I told you earlier. Oh, so I thought you were being an idiot. I like that one. It's my phone. LG Twins. That's my TV. The Key Womb Heroes. Good name. Mm-hmm. SSG Landers. They're not going to make the cut. Got four ships, though. The NC Dinos. Okay, I think I figured it out. I'm going to try again. I got one more question. Okay, keep going. Were the, This is a real question. Were there dinosaurs in Korea? Were there dinosaurs in Korea? Yeah, because I, I don't – I know what dinosaurs – Dinosaurs everywhere-ish. <laughs> but not Korea, though, right? Because it's on, like, the edge. And dinosaurs can only be in the middle, right? Because of the way, like, the earth has changed. I'm talking about Pangea stuff. You're not following me on this? No, I'm, I'm calling Korea. Stop calling Korea on the air. Hold on. You can't nope. call Korea. So here's what I got to do. <laughs> I got to wait for the commercial break. Also, (laughs) it's against FCC regulation to call someone on the air. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's why I'm saying don't call anyone on the air. I'm not calling someone. I'm calling a whole organization. There's a whole thing about this. It's literally in the thing you sign where it's like, hey, because of a disc jockey who exposed a guy during an adulterous relationship somewhere in Australia, like 2012, is that right, Michael? That... You can't you can't set anyone up for a call on air without because Michael has to say this when he answers the phone. He has to say, "Hey, you're about to go on air." If he doesn't say like that exact phrase, or, or no, I guess not exact. Oh, I was gonna lead with no. You're, oh! <laughs> I was gonna lead with you're about to be on air right now. You can't do that. It literally breaks the law. Michael would get a fine. Okay, last time. <laughs> okay, one more. Let me see if I got this number right. The low. All right, this is the one you'll like. Okay. It's either low T Giants or low T Giants, and I know you have a connection to both those low things. Low T. <laughs> okay. Does he need some new mail? The whole team. Is the be. whole team on new mail. I know that Jeff and JJ are called Jeff Symbietis. Yeah, going to call in people. They're at. They're in Vegas for the Mountain West stuff all next week. I'm going to ask him about the low T Giants whenever they call in. Okay. The Kia Tigers, or the Hanwha Eagles. These are our ten options for teams. I think we're both KT Wiz fans, right? KT Wiz Khalifas? All right, I'm bringing them up. Hey, not the twins. All right. I, I think I'm a Key Womb hero guy. All right, so hear me out on the heroes. Okay. Because I see why you're picking them. I know how you are. They got zero championships, and you're a guy who likes to root for the underdog. That's part of it. Also, I know you're a big fan of manager Hong Wong Key. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who? It sounds like me. You're a honky. 
And why are some of these teams established in 1982, but otherwise they were all established in 2011 or sooner? Like, that's crazy to me. They get rebranded? So the Bears, the Lions, and the Eagles are all from the 80s, and the and the low-T Giants. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else, oh, I guess not. I guess the Twins are from 1990. Oh, my God. It's just the NFC East. Wait, no, never mind. It's a mix of North and East. <laughs> Eagles, Giants, Lions, Bears. Somebody is an NFC fan in Korea. The SSG Landers were established in 2021, and they're in Incheon. No clue where that city is. But they have four championships. That doesn't even make sense to me. That's impossible. That's impossible, math-wise. Okay, I'm looking at the where they're st- – all right, I'm a Wiz fan. I just want to make sure we're on the same page with that. So what we need to do, Van, is we need to find a game between my KT Wiz and your Kiwoom Heroes. Okay. And then we're going to riff track over it. But, like, legit it. Riff track. So, okay. These dates of establishment, there has they have to be reestablished. I know that doesn't sound a lot sound right the way I said it. Because the Kia Tigers, it says they're established in 01 and have 11 championships. Is that right? It can't be right. That's not right. Now, also, unless this is using, like, the Korean year system, and I don't really know if that's different from the Gregorian calendar. Oh, so 13 like, months. Each year is only, Michael? Each year is only three months. They only they only play a playoff every other month. According to Van, it's, <laughs> it's February 29th right now, and I'm not willing to have that conversation again. All right, I have bad news, boys. So if you go to the KT Wiz's website and you click on players, at the top it says player in a way that I can read. And then whenever it goes to their names, I'm going to have to get Google Translate involved. Hmm. All right, none of these guys, I think, played for the isotopes. Yeah, Kia Tigers have been around since the beginning. I think SSG and NC are the only ones that haven't been around. Because all these other ones show that they're older. Michael, I know you shop internationally a lot. How long will it take for me to get a KT Wiz hat over here? Uh, well, demand, uh, supply and demand is uh, a little short right now. It'll sh- it'll be stuck out in the ocean, Pacific Ocean, oh, yeah, I didn't think in about, about a week. What if I send my own drone? <laughs> oh, damn it, boys. How do I, Michael, I know we got to go to break. I'm so sorry. How do I convert American size... The Korean size to get this jersey. You will never find one in Korea. <laughs> you don't know the metric system? Also, how much is this pullover so worth 79,900 Korean dollar? I have, I, I'm going to change my team. <laughs> I just decided. It's kind of like rooting for the Whalers. Okay. Like the Whalers don't exist anymore. They're like another team. Or the Hartford Whalers. So there's a team called Sang Bang Wool. <laughs> <laughs> and they played from 1991 to 1999, and then they're just gone. So I'm a big Sang Bang Wool guy. I'm going on eBay to buy a Sang Bang Wool hat right now. Hey, the KT Wiz hat is kind of fire. When we get back, more Korean baseball talk because I'm jonesing so bad. <laughs> We're going to be at O'Neill's on Thursday. It's going to be a good one. We're going to be at the Northeast Heights one. I like them both equally. This one's patio life, though. I really like patio life. We'll go up there and hang out. Thank you to I-9 Sports, big partner of the program. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. 
See, that is way different than a Vuvuzela. It's way better. Oh, I didn't say it wasn't. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> I'm not a rapper. God, I feel legit weird after that. I, I came into that feeling kind of normal. I now, feel I feel like my eyes were vibrating. Now what weird instrument should we do? And I wear I wear Beats headphones. Okay, Vital, look up Wazamito Shuzo. <laughs> That's a Japanese bamboo flute. Hey, but also do it in incognito mode in case something weird comes <laughs> up. I think Mike Vital just went to the KBO league. <laughs> <laughs> Traded. All right, I found... Uh, I'm not familiar with this website. Red Bubble. I don't know what it is. It looks to be like a t-shirt website. We can get all of the Korean baseball league swag in a place where I don't have to convert it over from the WAN. Because a t-shirt from my new favorite team, the KT Wiz, costs seventy, like 80,000 WAN. And I don't really know what that converts to. You weren't talking about the metric system. You were talking about conversion rates. That's yeah. way harder. Because I don't know what a wand is worth right now. It. What's a wand worth right now? <laughs> W-O-N? Yeah. I guess it's a one. Oh, that makes sense. One dollar. There's no way. What's it worth? How much did you say? So to buy a jersey on the website. Here, let me pull it up again. Okay. It's, it's like 80,001. Okay. That's not that much. Let's do, okay, we'll put in 80000 I can't imagine it's that much. That's $66. That seems, that seems very correct. It's like a, a game jersey or just a T-shirt? Uh, it's like it's a, a T-shirt. That's expensive. That's a $66 T-shirt. No, this is a jersey. That's like Supreme. Oh, well, that's not bad then. Well, that's good for a jersey. Hey, they're making all the stuff there anyways. All right. Pennies, pennies on the dollar. How do I know which size I am? Am I 75, 85, 95, 100, 105, 110, or 120? Uh, South Korea? Just buy the biggest one. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. All right. All right, I'm buying one right now. Now, Michael, will you, here, Michael, read out your – I need the credit card number on the front of your card, and then I need your I need your three-digit code on the back. Can you give that to me right now? He just moved to Korea. Oh, my gosh. All right. Oh, okay. So cannot easily be purchased. That's all right. I'm a KT Wiz guy now, boys. You can go to Amazon. They have them there. How do you know that? So eighty thousand South Korean won, the price of your jersey, uh, as of today is seven thousand two hundred and two point two eight Russian rubles. So it's getting rough in Russia right now. Michael, you're you are not very honest, Michael. Because I tried to buy just now on Amazon a KT Wiz, and it just sent me Kinesio tape links. Oh, did it? <laughs> I thought you could buy anything on Amazon. <laughs> That's my premise. Go to Amazon; they got it. They'll free shipping. Not nah. my favorite. There's some jerseys on eBay. That's what I. They got my Kiwoom boys. Get me that. It's a replica. Still. Hold on. It's got value to me. There's 58 KBO jerseys. Hey, there's a KT Wiz, bro. There we go. What size is it? Is it 120? Large. Like, but Korean large. That's gonna... I don't know. Let's, let me see if I could find any more data here. It's like going to fit a child. 
Uh, just says large. That's probably a United States small. Oh, okay. Size 105. Size 105 <laughs> is equal to a U.S. large. So it's a U.S. large, bro. I'm more of an extra large guy. For jerseys, you're probably extra large. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I only own one baseball jersey, and it's an extra large, and it fits well. I wouldn't say it's form-fitting or anything. It's a little loose. I would say I could wear it to a wedding, not a funeral. I Now, reverse that. I could wear it to a funeral, not a wedding. I mean, it depends on the person. All right, hold on. I mean, okay, we got a 110 US XL. $29, $6 shipping. For the KT Wiz? For the KT Wiz. All right, buy that right now. No numbers, but it does have the Korean flag on it. Love everything about it. Okay, I'm sending you the link. There better be the excitement that I have surrounded by this with the friends of the show. Oh, I doubt that. Upward turn for me when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents, Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Uh, we're talking about how much we miss baseball, how disappointed we are in baseball's not coming, and how disappointed we are in greedy billionaires who won't give an inch To the Players Association. If you missed us last segment, me and Fred are going to just boycott the MLB. And now we're picking favorite KBO teams, the Korean baseball organization. 505-246-0610. Give us your hot takes on the MLB lockout. So the games have entertainment value. They've got everybody and the community that goes out to them. It's kind of like minor league baseball with a different twist. Wouldn't you agree? I, I love it. I'll, I, I'll catch, I liked it. I'll it, watch one or two games from Korea and Japan every year just, cause, you know, just to see what's different, see what they're doing. Right. I like it. I love the product a lot. Because you got, you got stadiums like Dodger Stadium or... Seattle, smaller stadiums, but they're intimate, and it seemed like the whole community was at the game. Well, what what I'm trying to say is, is it's the passion. Like you go to Dodger Stadium, and the place isn't full until like the fourth, fifth, sixth inning. Right. People are in the stands an hour before the game in Korea, like pumping up the crowd, doing their chants, doing their cheers. It's so much fun, and the energy's different. Give me all you got. I love it. I think I'm going to be a Kiwoom Hero fan. That's where Yasel Puig went. I thought you were the other one. Zambang, uh, no, Fred is going to be the low T. Oh, I, d- <laughs> I did kind of figure it out. So let me find it here. I got so many tabs open. All right. So I was looking at the history of the Korean baseball organization and it seems like Samsung, Doosan, Kia, LG, Hanwha, and Loti have been there the whole time. And then Hyundai, hold on, let me follow the, the train here. Hyundai has four championships in its history. And then in 2007, 
they switched to the Kiwoom Heroes. So there's always been 10 teams, but they haven't been the same team. I think the teams have been the same, but the sponsors are different. That's what I'm seeing here. And my first favorite, Sang Bang Wool, that doesn't exist anymore. It's bogus. They turned into SSG in the year 2000. So I think this is correct. You put in my shipping information for that? I, I sent it to you in our uh, Facebook Messenger thread for the oh, show. Okay. So I, I picked out the nicest jersey and then some slides. So some slides to match your jersey. I'm very excited about and I'm, that. And I'm shopping for a – I'm looking for a Puig Kiwoom Heroes jersey. Oh, is that where he was? That'd be pretty sweet. You know how I knew that? You looked it up? I looked it up just now. Because you're very good at this? Yeah. Welcome to 6 o'clock. Welcome to getting off work. Story of the day is Major League Baseball does not care about you. Major League Baseball does not care about March 31st opening day. Major League Baseball says they're going to cancel it. Major League Baseball is doing all this because reasons. Because all the billions isn't enough, boys. They need more. Hey, this is dumb. Why are we looking for Korean jerseys on Amazon and eBay when we can go to Wish or DH Gate or good. Alibaba? Really good point. I'm doing that right now. Major League Baseball Player Association has agreed unanimously not to accept MLB's final proposal, and there will be no deal on a new collective bargaining agreement before Major League Baseball's 5 p.m. Eastern deadline, sources tell ESPN. That is from Jeff Passan, and if you don't follow him, he's very good. He's very good. Why does the sport that I love so much hate me? I mean, do you know you that well? Why do they hate kids? And to be fair, I recognize they haven't really been marketing to kids very well. To Am be I, fair. Uh, to be fair. Thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't wait for the to be fair. I'm over here being too mad. Too mad on. Write that down, too. We need that. <laughs> okay. You know how I always make fun of, like, fan dumb. You know how I make fun of guy? Who, when the Chiefs lose, he's mean to everyone at work the next day. That's uncool. Yeah, you know how I make fun of Dallas Cowboy fan who on a Friday will wear Dallas Cowboy hat, jersey, slides to the grocery, and it's like there's no game today, bro. It's a Friday. Right now, I hate everything because of Major League Baseball. I have become the thing I hate. It's it's not fair because when you have it and it's just like there in your fingertips, and like you think it's going to get done yesterday, because you were you, lied and to, you were lied to for weeks, and it's all just a clever ruse to try to put the blame on the players. And I fell for it until today. Shame on you, Major League Baseball. Shame on you. It's not about the money. The learners don't care if they keep if they get an extra three million dollars a year off their nationals ball club. They don't care because three million dollars a year is nothing. It's nothing. You know what that is to major league baseball player? Careers worth of money. Yeah. And that doesn't go to Juan Soto. He already got paid. That goes to the next guy. You know, guys like Max Scherzer. 
yeah. who's there at the table. Mm-hmm. Guys like Paul Goldschmidt, who's there at the table. Can we call him Polly? It just makes me feel better. Polly G. Thank you. Uh, is Francisco Lindor sitting at the table. They don't need money. They're doing this because they know they need to help the next generation of players coming up not get screwed over. It's that simple. Korea opens April the 2nd, Van. Opening day in Korea is April the 2nd. Game started 3.30 a.m. Mountain Time. I'm in. Hear me out. You've got to watch them live. We go to the YMCA every single day. Uh-huh. Okay. We go to the YMCA, and instead of, like, me tuning in to, like, NPR in the opening drive and, like, news of the day, I just turn on. KBO, baby. My KT Wiz, <clears throat> and I start taking in the boys. Versus my Key Womb heroes. I swear to God, dude, if they even win one game against the KT Wiz this season, I'm not going to be able to handle it. The pitching <laughs> staff's not there. Defensively, they're not the same kind of club. And they don't have the support at home. Okay, there's nothing on Wish or DH Gate. Now down to the last one. Suwon. Where is that as it relates to the TV show MASH? Suwon? Excellent question. Okay, so I didn't know this. Vital, did you know this? Suwon is the capital of Korea. Thought it was Seoul. All right, I may have just lied. Suwon is the capital and largest city of Gion. Don't even try. Yeah, province. <laughs> yeah, Seoul is the capital. All right, so this is a sorry. So this is a province which surrounds Seoul. So Weijongbu is where Mash was filmed. Weijongbu. That is not an old timey curse word. I am not saying old school racist words. Right. It's really a city in Korea. That's where MASH was filmed. Sally Kellerman actually just passed away yesterday. I don't know if you guys knew that. Oh, my God. I missed that. That's sad. Yeah, she, she was uh, Hot Lips. Margaret Hot oh, Lips. That's Ooh, right. Man. Wow. Okay. Friend, was... friend of the show, friend in real life. Yeah. Day one Dylan has a very good point. We're going to have to do KBO Fantasy Baseball this year. Oh, 100%. And we're going to have to drop out of the MLB whatsoever. Because I'm still going to I'm still gonna lose a fantasy league, and it might as well be this one. Yeah. A little more passion. Sally Kellerman was also in the movie MASH before it became the TV series. I don't know if you guys know that. 84 years young. I heard that movie was a graveyard smash. Oh, I'm sorry. That's different. It's the Monster MASH. It's the Monster MASH. My bad. so stupid that you're so good at this. <laughs> Her role in MASH led to an Oscar nomination playing Major Hot Lips Hooligan. That's a great name. That is a top shelf character name in any series. Hot Lips Hooligan? I don't think it would work in a children's series. I don't I mean, what are you doing? Why not? It's just a little girl who has, she eats too many Takis. She eats too many hot Cheetos, so her lips are always on fire. So you're going to tell me. And she can't put on enough uh, Burt's Bees to make her lips calm down. Seriously. Hey, little hot lips Hulahan. Right. So what you've done here. Proved you wrong. You've put in a lot of corporate dollars into this PBS show, and I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I mean, it's not going to be PBS. We're going straight to Nickelodeon. Something's got to replace Arthur. I mean, Lancelot, right? 
And that who did it? Vital, is that who did it? There's a Lancelot replaced Arthur? A lot of circles here. Uh, not me. really sure about that one. <laughs> it's not my regular programming that I delve into. Oh, sorry. I need the escape of baseball right now in my life. Oh, you know who replaced Arthur? Guinevere? It was um, Russell Brand. He replaced the original Arthur uh, Dudley Moore. These some deep cuts here, Vital. Some deep cuts, buddy. Hey, without baseball, get used to this. Yeah. Friend of the show. Uh-huh. We had a lot of just riffing off old-timey movies. Hey, you know what? It is March, though. You're about to have some March madness up in here. Cool. That'll last for two weeks. Yeah. Um, a month. It does last. It does not ever end now till April. Don't forget, we got minor league baseball. Oh, my God. At forget. I'm about to breathe it. I'm going to wear my KT Wiz jersey to an Ice Tubs game. And I'll wear my Key Womb Heroes. Need, and we're going to take them both down to Graphic Connections and, like, personalize the back. 100%. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Walk in there. So I'm saying because everyone walked out today at 5 p.m., this really hurts the chance of a deal getting done, man. You don't say not attending a meeting. You know the highest paid Major League Baseball player is currently this second? Uh, total or this year? This second, like as we speak, in this very moment. Oh, you're talking about Bobby Bonilla? It's got to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one getting a paycheck. <laughs> that is hilarious. <sighs> also, when's the last time you boys have been to a game? A Major League Baseball game. Me and you, we went last year. Mm-hmm. We went to a handful last year. Right, how? When's the last time you went to a Major League Baseball game? Is, Ste uh, is Stephanie Griffin back there with you? Yes, Ask her the is. last time she's been to a baseball game. Steph, when's the last time you've been to a Major League Baseball game? I would say twelve years. Twelve years. Oh, I'd my. say for okay. me about twenty. If you both went right now to a Major League Baseball game, you would have sticker shock. I've heard about it. Everything in a Major League Baseball game costs all the money. And it's still the cheapest sport to watch live. Crazy, huh? Yeah. What, now, it's like a twenty dollars for a for a beer. Twelve is the least you're gonna pay. Yeah, I believe I have paid sixteen dollars for a beer in a major league baseball park easily. Yep. <clears throat> there were times when that was reserved for certain nightlife places in the city of Las Vegas. By the way, I can't By the way, I can't remember what <laughs> I can't remember what section or concourse it's in. For some reason, 308 is popping in my head. But there are 10-ounce Coors Lights for $2.50 in Diamondback Stadium. That's true. We did that. Chase Field, we had so many small beers. Whenever I used to go to regular baseball games at Bush Stadium in St. Louis, you would go, you would pay $10 for the draft cup, and then you would get your Bud Light, obviously. And then you would go back, and you would take cash, $5 cash every time, and the guy at the till would skim for you. So you just hand him the five, and he'd refill your beer, and he'd pocket it. Yeah. And I did this for years. Sure. I had to sit in section 147. Also, it's John Mabry's number, and I'm a big John Mabry guy. I don't know if that guy's still with the team. I would assume he's not. John Mabry? Or no. the guy pouring the beer? The guy pouring the beer. They think You think they figured him out eventually? Hey, hey buddy. Uh, busted. Step in my office for a second. Still no Aaron Rodgers announced. Because you're fired. <laughs>
Tell me what you did and tell me why you're fired. What? The, what kind of weird power trip is this, boss? Still no Aaron Rodgers announcement, so we'll keep talking baseball. I'm talking baseball. We're doing it from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. And we're talking Korean baseball. <laughs> we're doing it as I drink a cup of New Mexico Pinion coffee. It's so good in my mouth. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, boys. Vital, I need you for this segment. Stop crocheting, Vital. I need you for this segment. I'm playing my Vuvuzela. Practicing with it. Is it, hey, have you ever got here early and Vital's back there doing needlepoint? How long did it take you to figure that out? I didn't know. Because I, I don't. Because he doesn't give you them when he's done. I have a whole wall full of them. Is that true, Michael? Like three of them are really good. You know how proud I would be to put that on my fridge? Um, No, I haven't quite gotten to that uh, okay. yet. No. You want a uh, Wiz team? I can make one from, from KT the, Wiz needlepoint? KT Wiz, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, please write Wiz team. On a needle point and give it to me. I'll sell it to you from Wiz the Team Six. <laughs> what size there you got? A one oh five there, buddy. Thank you. I believe I'm a one twenty. All right. One ten. You think I'm a one ten? You're one ten. Okay. One ten is uh is there, is there a one fifteen? One oh five. These are Korean sizes. We're learning a lot today. All right. I need your help, boys. I need you to rank them. Silver. Okay. Country first, war second. Okay, I agree. Because it it's now a country. No, for, hold on. For a long time, it was a war. Country first, food second, war third. That's my favorite Korea's. Yeah. C- country. Some people would go food first. I'm going to go food. You so go I'm going to go first. Food only because of MASH, because it's my favorite TV show of all time. War then country. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go country first because off the the southern coast they got like a whole sex island. So uh, I saw I saw a documentary <laughs> about that. What? Here, look. I forgot the name of it. No, this is a real thing. I don't want to know more. Don't. That's a company <laughs> computer. What are you this googling? Is for me and Vital. <laughs> okay. Giving after April. Say hey, this is adorable. You know what it's called? No. Loveland. <laughs> just called Loveland. Like, there's a Loveland in Texas. Jeju Loveland. This is a real place. This is not just like a TV show, like a, one of those there like is a passion island things. Loveland is located on Jeju Island, an interesting little island on the south of the mainland of South Korea. Is it just a nudist thing, though? Which is a sex-themed uh, theme park or amusement park. Okay. Also with Pull up. Also with a museum, an outdoor museum of statues performing sex acts. Okay, so when you said amusement park, that's First what brought off, me back in. Your face when I said this out loud yeah. was a face of surprise. I was appalled that you Of did. course <laughs> this is a thing that I know about. This is like completely on brand for me to know that there is a sex island off the coast of South Korea. I don't hate that it exists. I hate how quickly you were to recall it. That was a pretty snappy, wasn't it? No. <laughs> Are the rides suited for 110s or is it all 105s? It's a, you, I think it, at least 95s. It's not bad. All right, I need your help, boys. Michael, you're back in. Batman, Goodell, Manfred, Silver. 
Those are all the commissioners of the Major League Pro Sports. You got to marry one. Oh. You got to kill one. And you have to have just a lovely evening with one. So somebody's getting left out here. Uh, Korean Air flights from Albuquerque to Jeju Sea, <laughs> South Korea. Mm-hmm. 1900 bucks right now. What is that in the that's won? On, that's on Korean Air. Is that won or is that ruble? That's USD. So I have $1,900. So we can do... Why are we... We're not going together. Different airlines. Somebody has to do the show, creep. Different airlines with different layovers for as low as $1,200. Albuquerque to Loveland. Hold up again, though. Is it like an all-inclusive? Like, is it like going to Disneyland where you can get... Yes. Okay. That's just the flights on Korean Air, which is lovely. I've never been. If you haven't flown Korean Air, so here's no. what here's what I know about Korean, Korean Air. Korean Air the whole way is nineteen hundred. I know of Korean Air's logo because I just saw them delivering supplies to the Ukraine. You can get to Seoul for six eighty five right now. And I don't know how much it costs to get from Seoul to Love Island. Love Land, excuse me. We can just walk. What do we both turn into Jesus? You know there's there's water in between the southernmost part of Korea and Jeju Island, aka Love land. All right, boys, I'm going to show you both real straight here. I don't 100% know where Korea is. <laughs> I'm trying uh, to it's, it's east of here, okay? It's, well, it's, it's east and west of here. It's so far on both sides. I'm pulling up a map right now. Okay. Ugh. All right, it's, it has an unfortunate shape. It's like a smaller, stubbier Florida. All right, so what's How the name? How did you not know this? What's the name of this island? Jeju, J-E-J-U. J-E-J-U-S-I, Jeju Sea Island. Okay, I found it. So I don't believe that I would be able to live on Jeju Island because I have claustrophobia of being on islands, which I learned when we were in Hawaii. Oh, and that's got to be a little one. And this looks like a tiny boy. The middle of it is a national park, which makes me know from my understanding of islands that it's actually a volcano. Uh, that natural park, they protect a lot of weird stuff. I have a fear in my life of dying an embarrassing death, and I believe dying in a volcano explosion on Loveland Island would qualify to that fear. That's why you don't like Hawaii. You're not wrong. No, I do like Hawaii. I just don't like the crippling anxiety I get from my claustrophobia, which, by the way, I don't get in, like, airplanes or elevators. I only get one stuck on islands in the middle of the Pacific. That's totally not weird. Okay, so I did just learn this as well. You cannot walk there because of ocean. Told you. But there is a lot of boating options. Of course there is. Also, why would you put Seoul so close to North Korea? What do you mean? Like because they just... when they signed the agreement to partition both North and South, they met right there at the... Inchun line, which is like 30 degrees by something. And so it was a geographical kind of area where they set, settled. North Korea has baseball? Question mark? They have one team. When they lose to the dictator every weekend, every Friday night, he beats them single-handedly. Oh, it's like the generals? Yeah. <laughs> like you yesterday saying that Putin's an actual black belt? 
Uh, multiple, actually. Yeah, he actually is. No, Putin getting stripped of his black belt is exactly like a certain individual not making it into art school. This is the tipping point, boys. Are you referring? Oh, okay. I, I missed that for a second. You didn't now, though. Yeah, now I got it. <laughs> He's one tiny mustache away. He's got a lot of X's in that equation. All right, here's my final thought on Korean baseball. Since it's my new favorite thing in the whole world. I, on opening day, April the 2nd, I'm going to wake up at 3.30 in the morning and watch it. I'm going to do that. I don't know where you subscribe to it. I don't know if Fight streams it. I don't know what the options are. But I'm going to find out. And I'm going to root for my KT Wiz all the way to the Korean Championship. And if you boys are in support of that, I'll bring you aboard. And if you're in opposition of that, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. I'll take any baseball right now. It just so happens that Korea has an excellent product as well. I don't really know if it's excellent, but I'm in on that. Do they play Japan? Because I didn't realize how close Japan was to Korea. No. No, no, no. No. I mean, they're they're close, but they don't play each other. They play each other uh, in worlds. Japan has the MPB, Nippon Professional Baseball. Both, you're right, though. Both of them should come to America and play. Can you imagine that weekend where, like, we go and watch the Isotopes play? Like, they what do the Isotopes play? They play, like, six-game series now, right? Somewhere where they're traveling? Yeah. Oh, look who's here. International baseball. You can do the same thing with, like, all those Pan-American islands. Like, all those... I don't like Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, all yeah, those. The, the Caribbean League already exists. The Caribbean League is like right in between MLB and the KBL. They still party and have fun and have like fun in between innings stuff. And it's still really good baseball. And Barbados has a team? Uh, I don't know. I'm just a Kokomo guy, really. Like, that's who I root for. It's not a real place. We talk about this all the time. Wait, what? It's not? For the Yomamuri Giants in the MPB of Japan, in all sports, all baseball leagues, and this is a shame that the Negro Leagues didn't uh, keep better stats or their stats weren't burned like a pile of books in Slaughterhouse-Five, Sadaharo O of the Yomamuri Giants, 868 career homers. Would make him the leader of any sport. 868 career homers. Is that more than Ichiro? Home runs? That's like three times as many as Ichiro. Hello, base heads. When we get back, murder one night, stand, kill. Commissioners of professional sports leagues. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. What is this? Is this save a horse or a cowboy? It is. Hey, you know what? To be fair. 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 You're the voice of the Cowboys. New Mexico Highlands University Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. Save a horse. Ride the voice of the Cowboys. It's a good song. So apparently Major League Baseball owns the Caribbean League. I didn't know this. Yeah. yeah. So I'm out on them. I have zero interest in supporting them. You want to put in a bid? 
to buy it. Yeah. It's not a competitor's radio station here in town. The inside joke there, Vital, is... Very inside joke. We tried to buy... So inside joke, there's only two people that know about it. Tried to buy a local radio station. sitting right here. <laughs> oh, what team does he play on? See, I'm still continuing to, to look at this stuff. Well, I need you to help me... Uh, for, the, for the Kia Tigers, <laughs> second in home runs last year, mm-hmm. Na Sung Bum... Sung Bum. I like that. It's got a good ring to it. So, actually, I know who that is because he dropped a new LP last year and it went to the top of the Korean charts. I think it's easy when you're famous. We're not just talking Korea or baseball right now. To where if you say you're another profession that you previously weren't, but because you have fame, you can also be that second profession. T.I. is a comedian now. Has he made anybody laugh? Bring him out, bring him out. <laughs> if you go out on stage as a comedian and you're T.I. and you don't come out to bring him out, bring him out, what are you doing? Yeah, that's a really good point. All right, I need your help, boys. So we have to marry, one night stand, and kill, okay? Okay. Adam Silver, Gary Bettman, Roger Goodell. And Rob Manfred. Let's be honest. Gary Bettman's not going to make anyone's list here. I feel bad for him. He just doesn't have any emotion associated with at all. And when the NHL canceled a season, I still forgot what year that was. By process of elimination, I knew who he was. But I still Googled him to make sure. You want me to go first? or I'll, Vital, you go first. So you have to marry. No, you go first. All right, I'll go first. MFK. MFK. So I'm going to marry Rob Manfred. That's my same answer, too. I hope we got the same rationale. Let me hear it. Because my name will be Manfred Manfred. Okay, that's a pretty good reason. One Night Stan, Adam Silver, and I guess I will kill Roger Goodell. Those are the rules of the game. Okay. And Me, I, I think it's because I can change Rob Manfred. Okay. I'm not even going to mention Gary Bettman. I know nothing about that Nothing guy. about him at all. He looks like a nuclear physicist, but he's also, like, really into baking. He looks like the nuclear physicist that you see in a movie that ends up also being the bad guy. Okay. So I am going to marry Rob Manfred. Smart. For wildly different reasons than you. You don't want your name to be Manfred Manfred? Manfred Manfred, that's strong. Yes. They just call you uh, SQ. M squared? For squared, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to marry Rob Manfred and not allow to sign a pre-up because he's very wealthy and he doesn't want to divorce me, and I'm going to make his life miserable. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't care how miserable my life is. I'm going to make his whole life miserable Mm -hmm. and make him suffer for the history of the world or his, either one, because that's the way he makes me feel when he does this to baseball. That's a good one. And also what you could do with his millions and millions of dollars is you could buy 
like a boat and then like a yacht and then you could sink that yacht the way that he sunk major league baseball and you can just call it an art project like this is this is representative of of how you are manfred okay i'm going to kill roger goodell same yeah just by just by process of elimination there's nothing left for him and i'm going to f Adam Silver, mm-hmm. because you don't see me play very often, but I really like pool, and I think if I put like a little green hat on him, or like scuffed up some like green sharpie on the top of his head, it would be what be like making love to a pool cue. So that's my rationale. I think that's very good. The thing with the thing with Adam Silver is he looks just like Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And that to me is, that's just too intimidating. Played by Christopher Lloyd, of course. Well, Adam Silver looks like Nosferatu, but he went to business school instead of vampire <laughs> school. It's two back to back days with Nosferatus. Vital, who you got? Um, I'll kill Manfred, I'll yeah. marry Goodell, and. One Night Stand. One night stand with the cue ball head yeah, or whatever. <laughs> I think he's the mostly positive one of all of them. He's, he seems nicer. Also, I'm a big fan of the revenue share. I'm telling you, I think revenue share is the whole thing. You're right. Also, he spread the game worldwide. There's NBA-inspired leagues run, like dollars-wise, in Asia and Africa. And here's here's the thing about the worldwide spread of the NBA. Yeah, it's consensual. Oh, I agree. They the won. only the only countries besides us that like baseball are territories that we've occupied and made them like baseball. Yeah, I agree with that too. That's an excellent point. You know, there's no baseball. I mean, I'm sure there is some, but there's not really Italy. Italy has baseball. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't. Rocco Baldelli. One. Literally the only one I could think of. One. <laughs> they have a, uh, Italy. Italy has a league. Yeah, they've they, they've had. Uh, well, hey, everyone. After World War II, they really boys they had leagues. Everyone has a league. I'm not saying it counts. They just don't care. Yeah. Hey, you know what I'm sure there is here a cricket league. I don't know anything about it. It doesn't exist. Like rugby leagues. U.S. All right, there is a U.S. Cricket Association. Did you guys know that? Didn't Major League Cricket in 20, America? Yeah, I six, know overseas, but oh, oh, actually, I, I just sort of lied. It exists, but they haven't played a game yet. Starts in 2023. They had one season, went off to COVID. Congratulations to the Silicon Valley Strikers on their big. Major lacrosse, cricket, whatever. Rob Manfred to me. Francisco Cervelli. (laughs) From Italy? Yeah. Italy, you know what does? Italy produces a lot of softball players. There's two girls from Italy on the Highlands team. Here's two dudes in the history of baseball actually from Italy. They got a league there. The World Series ended four months ago, and the Players Association of Major League Baseball have put in about 
nine days worth of effort. Is that correct? Yeah, their first uh, their first meeting at the Winters was about two hours, and they walked out of the meeting, and then took six weeks off, and then had a fifteen minute meeting. So we're up to two hours and fifteen minutes, and then like one one hour meeting a day. So a total of about thirteen hours over the span of four months. So crazy to me. And baseball fan is me, and I won't go to hockey. I won't go to NASCAR. Like, I won't make the jump. Bro, we're going to Korea. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to go to baseball elsewhere in the world. Yeah. Here's literally in this order. No punchline here. I'm going to sweat isotopes baseball. Love it already. I already love it. I'm about to, I'm about to eat it. I'm going to have it for breakfast. I'm going to have it for lunch. I'm going to have it for dinner. Every day I will have someone on from the isotopes on this program to talk about the isotopes. Because I'm, I'm going to be obsessed by Tal. Isotopes better not swipe right on me because we're going to match. Better wrap this, wrap this program up. <laughs> Bye, Tal. We're on until 7 forever, right? Because it's the summer now? Uh, well, we got isotopes next month. Oh, yeah. The team you love. Oh. Well, that's different, though, because if we are at home. My heart just fluttered a little bit thinking isotopes are back already i'm telling you right now friend of the show if we are at home we are at isotopes ballpark on game days that i'm if we're not at o'neill's or the ymca or the electric playhouse we're going to be over at rio grand field look me in the eye listener look me in the eye friend of the show that's where we're going to be and i'm going to be wearing my kt Wiz jersey hey for real between the break call scott cregan over graphic connections and see if we can get two men on jerseys Hold on, I'm sending you the link again. Thank you, very smart. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. <laughs> the Sports Animal. For the rest of our lives. Six minutes, doggy dog, get on. <laughs> on. Papa John's announced it's a, it's offering daily contracts to any professional baseball player looking for work during the Major League Baseball lockout. They, could, ma- buy, they could buy a pizza joint. Is this making fun of the situation? Because I hate Papa John's if it is. Um, you know, honestly, I don't know. I, I don't either. I, I didn't do my research on it, but it's a very funny story regardless. Cause I, my question is, what are they going to pay these guys? Are you getting your MLB rates to work for one day? Are you getting like $11 and 50 cents an hour plus tips? What I'm worried about is what is Zach's green keys, pepperonis above replacement? Smart. <laughs> Thank you. Smart. So I think like Zach Granke would be just like a regular pepperoni pizza. But Max Scherzer is like the meat lovers. Oh, smart. Yeah. If you live in New York, you're like, hey, uh, can I get one Mike Piazza? Mm-hmm. Oh, I really blew that one. It's right. close enough. I got it. Thank you. I got a giggle. It's good that minor leaguers aren't locked out. Because, I mean, someone have to do this. Because they like need, need the money. Yeah. If Aaron Judge knocks on your door with a pizza. That'd be so funny. Whatever pizzas he's holding will look like a small pizza. After he delivers it and he walks away, give him a little slap on the backside. Hey, good job, buddy. (laughs) You see him, you immediately do the Bash Brothers and you knock the pizza out of his hand. I would die laughing. There's not a lot of dudes that you'd recognize, like in street clothes. Oh, I agree. 
Yeah. Like, get a normal white guy haircut on Zach Granke. You might not recognize him out in the streets. Put a hat on. Just dress him up like a Marvel superhero <laughs> off-duty. Dark hoodie, dark hat, shaved white guy haircut. There's not a lot of baseball players that won't blend in. Aaron Judge can't blend in anywhere. There are a couple guys. Can you imagine me in like the early 20-year-old Papa John store manager? And you're like, sorry, Fernando, we're slammed right now. You got to work over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> can't let you go. Yeah. <laughs> can't let you go, buddy. And, oh, hey, hey, get get those dreads out of the pizza sauce. That's, yeah. That's a, against a bunch of rules. Hairnet, Tatis. <laughs> Hairnet. <laughs> Oh man! I get a Papa Slam. Stop! Stop saying just baseball words after the word Papa. Before <laughs> MLB partners with Papa John's while they're on strike, lockout. Excuse me. Like Justin Verlander goes to like slap a, a pizza dough, and he, like he tosses the rosin bag a couple times, yeah. and then he throws the pizza in the air. Pauly Goldschmidt shows up to work at the Papa John's, and he's like, "Well, first things first, boys. We're going to unionize." <laughs> <laughs> Papa John's like, "What?" This isn't the plan. I'm so mad right now. So many breadstick orders get turned back because there's like just pine tar all over. Yeah, That's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Remember they're like, there was a rounding the bases joke, but I totally blew it there. Start over. Nah, don't worry about it. If there was like a Papa John's like... Like pizza signing or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so, all right. Hear me out. So Yadier Molina. That's what I was gonna say. Yadier Molina is at the the St. Louis Papa John's, and he just keeps sliding his hands inside calzones because he thinks it's a catcher's mitt. Br- Bryce Harper shows up at your door with a pizza. Uh-huh. Okay. You haven't signed the box. One hundred percent. You one hundred percent do right. How could you not do that? Also, why am I only identifying delivery drivers as the only Papa John's job? Like, I know there's more than just delivery drivers at a Papa John's. Well, you are, you're very, like, one-track mind right now. I already got, already got Tatis's dreadlock in the, the tomato sauce. Yeah. already got Yadier sliding his hand in a calzone. I'm, you've never worked in a pizza joint, have you? You know, I see how Juan Soto plays baseball. I don't want him touching my food. Ah, good one. That's oh, very that's strong work. Look. That is strong work right there, my friend. Who's the flashiest baseball player? Like, who's the guy when tossing dough that you just have to watch? Oh, Tatis Jr. It's got to be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Oh. Their pizza is not great. Papa John's? It's completely average. You yeah. know what put it over for me back in the day? Pizza slam? Papa slam? The friggin' garlic sauce. Like, that's that's why you ordered Papa John's. yeah. The dip? Yeah. The, yeah. The garlic sauce dip thingy. It's just like butter and garlic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's not a complexity to it. There's nothing else in there. I mean, there's probably like some plastic and rubber and whatever makes it never, ever, ever age, ever. <laughs> it grows in you. <laughs> it never comes out of you. It's like in there forever. <laughs> it doesn't, your body doesn't even start to process it, just there's absorbs no it. Yeah. This is this has just got to be a publicity stunt, obviously. It's the publicity stunt. It's to get people like us to talk about it and make joke about it, and then we say Papa John's over and over and over again, and they get free advertising. Don't order Papa John's. What's the modus operandi here, Papa John's? (sighs) (laughs) 
Wait, uh, he's ending with this one from the texture. <laughs> okay. Did you? Hey, first off, did you get it out of your system? No, I didn't either. Nope, I didn't come anywhere close. Like I did, like all the horrible things in my life, I just spun it in the humor. That's all I did. Are you talking about my defense I just, mechanism? I just tilted my depression mm-hmm. towards a good time and made a bunch of jokes about baseball not being around. Michael, we should have been- actually getting to it and confronting my fears. Why didn't we talk about Ja Morant? Why didn't we do that? Jobless. Because we'll do were, it tomorrow. Yeah, we got tomorrow. Thank you to Rob Portnoy. Thank you to Mailman Vincent, Tommy, Lenny, Ben, all the friends of the show. Callers came in hot today. Appreciated all Any that. Final words, man. Oh my goodness, too much for the time allotted, my friend. But I'll tell you what: whatever we didn't cover, you can check out on the opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.